Hi, and welcome back to the Church Renewal podcast from Flourish Coaching. I'm your host, Alan Edwards, and we're dropping in your feed today with one of our special listener question episodes. We put out on Facebook and Twitter to our friends and to our colleagues that we're starting this podcast, and we just basically said, what do you want to talk about when it comes to the renewal and revitalization of churches? I've got Matt Bowling, Flourish's executive director, here with me today, and we're looking forward to digging into some of these. We'd love for you to join the conversation with us. So you can reach us by email. I'm alan at flourishcoaching.org. That's A-L-L-A-N. You can reach our director, Matt, at flourishcoaching.org by email as well. You can always connect to us on Facebook at tinyurl.com backslash flourishfb or on Twitter, flourishcoach1. That's flourishcoach and the number one. Share your thoughts and questions, and maybe you'll be featured on a future episode here of the podcast. Flourish exists to set ministry leaders free with the gospel so that they can be effective wherever God has called them. When pastors or churches feel stuck, our coaches come alongside them to renew their hope and help them gain strategic clarity. All right, let's dig in and explore the ways that Jesus is renewing his church. Welcome back to the Church Renewal Podcast. We're doing listener questions and uh, colleague and friend of the ministry questions uh, today. And I've got Matt Bowling, our executive director, here with us. Matt, are you enjoying interacting with some of these listener comments, questions? Stump the chump's my favorite thing. <laughs> and you are my favorite chump. All right, let's dig in. Uh, Kirk, who attended one of our Flourish workshops in Nashville in summer 2019, uh, asked that we might do a review of some helpful literature about renewal revitalization, um, maybe some of the helpful or unhelpful aspects out of that literature. He also asked us to um, uh, interact with some of the stuff that the Evangelical Presbyterian Church is doing around renewal revitalization in their Go Center. So let's start with literature. Matt, if, if I am awakening to the fact that my church needs to be renewed and or revitalized, what are some of the the first ABCs books that I need to start engaging with or things that I need to start engaging with? So we mentioned in the podcast before, um, Harry Reader's Embers to a Flame. Harry Don, Reader, yeah. Yeah, um, Don McNair's oh, Traits of a Healthy Church. These will all be linked in the show notes so you can get links to them. Um, I would say a few more that I would add to those. Um, we've mentioned Simple Church before, which I think is very good in terms of you thinking carefully about discipleship uh, in your church. I'll add a couple this time. Um, Transformational Church um, introduces the idea of a scorecard for a church. Um, I particularly like that because the church that's in need of renewal is scoring the wrong things many times. Okay, so this is Transformational Church. Is that from Rainer and Rainer Stetzer? Rainer and Stetzer, yep. Okay, and what do you mean that they're scoring the wrong things? So think about a church plant. When a church plant plans out bringing a new congregation of the Lord Jesus into existence and primarily drawing that new congregation from new converts to the faith. What are the kinds of things that they're looking at to see whether God is answering their prayers? They're looking at um, what are the number of unbelievers that their group is engaging? They're looking at what are the gospel conversations that are happening and are people equipped for those gospel conversations? They're looking at how is the Lord working? Is he bringing people to faith in Christ and new adult converts are being 
baptized, right? Those are the kinds of things that they're scoring. They're looking to see if people who are new to the faith or, or even people that are maybe in their launch team or whatever, whether they're making progress in the faith, they're looking at discipleship and seeing if people are making progress in their discipleship, right? right. Are they becoming disciples in the first place by coming to Christ? And then are they making progress in it? Those are the kinds of things that they're scoring, right? It's what they're looking at. Churches that are in need of renewal, many times um, what's happened is that they've begun to score different things. Um, they've begun to see, are we making budget? Um, is our facility in good shape? Um, do we have uh, the same number of people that we had last year? Can we fill all of our volunteer slots? It's not as though those questions are unimportant. They're just not the most important, right? Yeah. To Jesus, they're right. not the most important. So this book, Transformational Church, is a good one if I want to start thinking about what is Jesus's scorecard for, for my church. Absolutely. And so that's a good ABC. Ha yep. Harry Reader's Embers to a Flame, good right. ABC yep. basics of church revitalization, kind of a starting point. Yep. Um, what about uh, Brian Croft's Biblical Church Revitalization? I found that pretty helpful. It is. It's helpful because he's trying to help you say... Uh, that it is uh, many times through these or what we would call the ordinary means of grace uh, that God is going to work. You don't have to have some sort of, you know, fancy cutting edge program in order to see your church renewed. Right. It's doing the things that Jesus has given us well, thoughtfully. Right. That's uh, the strength of that. Brian Croft, is he does, doesn't he work with Southern Seminaries Church Renewal so, Revitalization yeah. Center? Yeah. yeah so that would be so. a great resource to check out. Uh, you had mentioned to me earlier Bob Stewart's uh, Revitalization Inside Out or something like that. Yeah, I'm going to look up the title here. We'll get it right in the notes. Church Revitalization from the Inside Out. So Bob Stewart's a guy who's, uh, again, from our circles, uh, helpful. And really what you're looking for in these is not any book is going to hit you right the same because you might not be the same uh, from the same tradition um, as we are. Or, you know, so you're kind of trying to piece together what are the parts that are helpful from from different pieces uh of these. Um, and so that's where we're kind of giving you a, a broad scope. Great. Um, I think that for the beginning of this conversation about renewal revitalization, we've mentioned him before. He's worth mentioning again, Tom Rainer's Revitalize and Replant podcast. Absolutely. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe you're a podcast person, uh, pause this episode, go listen to Revitalize, Replant, come back, listen to us again, go back and forth. We deeply benefit uh, from what he's doing. We recommend his work to quite a few people, right? Absolutely. I listen to his podcast every week. And this is the space that I work in and I'm advancing in. Um, and we're writing things in and we have a whole ministry in. And I listen to it because I find it valuable. Uh, his books are valuable. He has a new book coming out next year that we're excited about. And so, uh, yeah, we highly commend Rainer and what he's doing. It, one of the listeners asked, you know, what, what, what how would you gently critique um, what's happening. Um, and so let me offer a gentle critique at this point. And this of, is kind of just Rainer. to the, the literature that's the out there, sure. the resources that are out there. So one of the things that, um, say, is an emphasis that Harry Reader has that Tom Rainer doesn't, um, is uh, a lot of times um, when I listen to Rainer, it's great for the strategy side of things. It's tremendous, much more strategic than what a lot of other people are doing. The difficulty is that sometimes you get the impression that it's not about the gospel uh, being reappreciated by people. That's why I like our definition that we use um, for renewal, um, is that the, the core, the, the beginning 
of church renewal is the renewal of individuals under the gospel so that they are motivated to respond in gratitude to God for his grace. So they move forward in sanctification and they're interested in being missionaries. And so we want to always um, just clarify that and make that clear, that that's the root uh, of change. Uh, To go now the other way, I think that sometimes people from what we might call the, the simple or the ordinary means sort of perspective, they don't think enough about situational stuff. Uh, and I think that's unfortunate. Um, for example, um, the state of your nursery is important to parents who bring their children to your church. If you don't have a clean, well-organized, well-staffed, secure nursery, you will alienate people that want to come visit your church. That seems like a very minor point. If people can't find signage from outside to get into your worship space, or you don't have somebody out there helping them find it, you'll make it hard for people. And so there are just, I call them uh, sociological realities. And sometimes pastors get irritated with me when I talk to them about sociological realities. They are realities. They exist. They're just as true as other realities. You may not like them. You may not want to live in light of them doesn't stop them from being realities. You're better to understand them and to walk in light of them. Um, One of the other things that I've heard you say about the out there in the world of church revitalization, there are quite a few different programs, Sure. right? Here are five steps that you should take, or here are, you know, six things that you need to do. Um, Even, even some of the podcasts that are out there, some of the books that are out there, they, they give you a list of things to do. But one of the weaknesses in the existing literature is the assumption that a pastor has the leadership, gifting, and skills, and the emotional and spiritual health to lead. Yes. There are a lot of pastors who love people. They want to take care of people. They are, they are, teach well. They teach well. They study deeply. But there's kind of an assumption that if you just read this book, it's a very Presbyterian solution. Yeah, absolutely. Read this book, follow these five steps, you'll revitalize your church, but without ever thinking about the pastor and the elders as able to lead. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the issue with that is that when you look at, say, for example, the way that Paul uh, tells Timothy and Titus to go about their work, certainly he tells them to teach and preach, but a lot of what they're doing is cleaning up a mess. Sure. It's engaging in conflict. Absolutely. It's organizing people for work and service. Yep. It's um, it's interacting with uh, intentionally with the communities and the people outside of the church. It's, it's leadership. It's identifying yeah. leaders and yeah. discipling oh, yeah. them and raising yeah. them up. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think that one of the lacks that we see um, that we're trying to remedy is to a great degree, you'll notice that the name of our ministry is Flourish Coaching. And one of the reasons that we have coaching at the center of what we do is that to a great degree, what's needed is the ongoing development, the discipleship and the skill development of pastors. And that's one of the things that we focus on. It's assumed too many times that the pastors already have the skills that they need. Um, And a lot of times, frankly, they just don't. Yeah. And that's part of the reason that we exist is to help them gain those skills. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, working with a flourish coach uh, is, is a helpful way to do that. We'd also recommend, uh, a friend of our ministries, uh, Next Gen Pastors, they do some work on that kind of skill development as well in, a, co- in a cohort. Uh, and so we recommend you check out them as well. Um, we're going to get to some more listener questions in future episodes. Matt, thanks for joining us. Glad to be here. Today, it's always fun to interact with our listeners, with our colleagues, with our friends. 
Uh, and so we'd love to hear from you. Please let us know what you're thinking. Um, how do you think churches need to be going about the work of renewal and revitalization? What questions do you have? You can reach our executive director by email at matt at flourishcoaching.org. You can reach me, Alan, A-L-L-A-N, at flourishcoaching.org by email. Also, uh, come over to our Facebook page and interact there, tinyurl.com slash flourish, F-B. That's flourish, F as in face, B as in book. <laughs> Mr. there, Alan. This has been the Church Renewal Podcast from Flourish Coaching. You know, there is a reason we do this podcast, and it's it's this. There is only one fully sufficient reason that this day dawned. Jesus is yet gathering a people to himself and using the church to do it. So please join us as we pray for the renewal of our churches and as we dig into the ways that Jesus is renewing his church. <laughs>